Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Shit Talk. Here we are, July the 6th, 2022. Canada Day is now behind us. We're now allowed to put out our Canadian flags again in this country, not just the rainbow ones and the made in Ukraine Chinese ones. Or you made in China, Ukraine ones. Pardon my, you know, oh, don't get, don't be sending me any hate me email over that shit. Anyhow, here we are with the. Uh, I thought it was Madman Off Rock, but uh, it's uh, the Madman of Rock joining us here tonight. Um, TikTok uh, content creator and uh, fellow local Canadian here. Um, yeah, I, I hear. I hear that uh, there's some stuff. Are you you're in the prairies there, aren't you? Yes, I am. Technically, so yeah, you know, the flatlands. <laughs> I I I want to get into your uh, your deal today, and and uh, you've been sharing some content on TikTok about something quite uh, interesting that happened to you out near a uh, a camp area. Uh, yeah, Lake uh, Seven Resort. Right on, and and tell tell the listeners at home what happened there with the uh, the wildlife. All right. So about seven weeks ago, if anybody's been following my TikTok page, uh, I've ended up being adopted by a, a brand spanking new day old gosling. And he adapted me as mom and dad. And it's been a daily TikTok, if not multiple TikToks on Doug's life. Um, this goose came up to me and never left. He actually started sleeping in my bed with me at, for the first week and a half. And he pooped on me twice. Oh. <laughs> um, and then after a week or so, he started really tagging along. And I ride motorbikes and I ended up throwing him into my leather jacket front pocket, had his head hanging out. And that was his first ride and loved it. And ever since then, the goose has been riding motorcycles and going for cruises. And then I ended up teaching him how to knock on doors just to let him in. <laughs> oh, it's been an incredible ride. Like, you know, you, I give the hands off to the mother geese. They handle like five of them or six of them. I did one and I lost 20 pounds in seven weeks. And I've only been averaging maybe an hour or two of sleep a night. Oh. So it's been quite the ordeal, and I understand like they're not allowed in Ottawa because of the the honking and the uh, the Karens out there freaking out on their balconies. I imagine. Yeah, they don't want the national bird hanging out in Ottawa. You know, they don't want anything Canadian hanging out in Ottawa. So, so where did this? Where did this? What what happened? Like, do they? Do you have to call conservation, or is there a? Because you've been um, well, eating worms and having to regurgitate that for what did you say three four weeks and. Yeah, he doesn't actually eat worms. Like people don't, they think, oh, he eat worms. No, he actually eats uh, like ants and just uh, little flies and stuff like that, spiders. And the main, the main dietary thing is uh, dandelion leaves, oats, and flax, and some grasses and seeds. Oh, yeah. So they like the crunchy bugs. They're more into the the Cheetos yeah. than the cheese puffs. You got that right. Yeah. Yeah, it's been it's been quite the ride with this little guy, and I've also got a thirty pound Maine Coon cat that you know took on to him as well, and you know they got wow. along great. <laughs> You're lucky there. Yeah, well, I was planning on um, keeping him, but then you asked about the conservation thing. Well, I was actually looking at getting him banded, but then there'd be so much paperwork, and since he's an endangered species and a national bird, uh, they didn't think that I'd be able to keep him. 
So it, he was to that age right now, as of the last couple of days, where I had to make that decision to make that call to a rehabilitation center for him. That way he can get back into being migrated with the birds to fly south for, for winter. So I made that call and tried getting things set up yesterday and things fell through with the uh, transport company. And then today, after four attempts, they finally got a semi to come all the way out and pick them up. So yeah, you got a, a ride in a semi all the way back to Winnipeg to the rehabilitation center. So, Holy shit, that's like a private jet with jumbo. Yeah, turns out it was a brand new 2022 Freightliner that he got the ride in right in the front seat. So, <laughs> so they put him in a cage, I'm sure, but a smaller cage. Um, yeah, I had uh, my old cat. I had my old cat carrier, and I my cat outgrew that years ago, so Doug fit in it. So I just sent that along with them, and they could use that for other animals for transport later on. So, oh, and is that under a, a different TikTok account than Man of Rock? Madman of Rock at TikTok. Yeah, I'm right there. So, right on. I'll make sure I share some of those videos for sure. I uh, I stumbled upon you, of course, with uh, regard to you know political discord, of oh, course, yeah. and and you know being being the fringe minority that somehow the algorithm still seems to find. Um, uh, the rednecks. We're the rednecks, from what I've been told. Yeah, I'm a redneck. So, <laughs> yeah, I don't like the, I don't like the term. I don't like the 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 phrase pure bloods, but I, I prefer the young bloods. I just see it all. I'm too young. You know, call me young and naive. That's that's easy. You know, it's easier to say, "Oh, you're just paranoid or naive." Fine, I'll fucking accept it. You know, this whole fringe minority, racist, misogynist. You know, cross burning individual. I just don't get it, man. But. Uh, yeah, there's there's a lot of interesting shit going on, and we're just going to stay with the farm here for a bit. Like, it's obvious that you could have kept this goose and taken care of it, and uh, you probably could have applied for some sort of paperwork had you taken them most likely to a vet or something. No, uh, no, I would have to go through the government, but then they were saying it could cost thousands to get all the paperwork and get it all like the banding and everything. But then again, I could put all that money out and. The government can still turn around and say, well, no, he's an endangered species. You can't own him. So, yeah. Well, you know, and speaking of which, look what's happening with uh, the Dutch farmers this week. And for some reason, it's not it's not so much on the mainstream, but I have seen the odd the odd clip there. Have you not? Oh, yes. Uh, they're spreading the shit and it's good for them. And we should be doing the same thing at Ledge. So. And this is because, from what I understand, the government told the farmers to limit how much they were producing and and start not spraying your you know your crops with the necessary fertilizers and nitrogen that they need right oh they've been limiting and wanting them to do everything under the sun to make them not be able to grow and all these different laws that they're putting into place and you know the farmers are fed up like the way they're being left they can't do anything their their backs are up against the wall and I'd be in the same boat, I'd be pissed, and I I think I'd retaliate too. And I think people in Canada need to do the same thing because it's going to be happening here right now. And we've got, what, six weeks now left of wheat and DEF fluids for the tractors and truckers and all that kind of stuff. So we need to start figuring this stuff out now because if we don't do stuff like they are, because our government's not listening, I don't know what we're going to do. 
Well, very true, right? We're looking at, um, from what I understand, most people have estimated about 11 week supply. Oh, it's, so, it's less than that. That was like three weeks ago that, or three or four weeks ago that they brought that total out. So yeah. we're whittling away at the stone right now. We're at like maybe eight to six weeks. Yeah. And from what I understand, 11 months down the road, we could be looking at mass barricading oneself in their house with, with steel bars on every door and entrance because people are that desperate, right? Yep. And it's going to happen. Like people are going to start looting once the shelves are empty. And, and it's starting right now. People can see the shelves are limited and it's, it's starting. So just start stocking up and prepping. Like, <laughs> mm -hmm. yeah. Is there any recommendation for, you know, from us rednecks to, to the typical, maybe over spoiled uh, Starbucks person? Well, I'd be saving my bucks instead of going to Starbucks and putting that towards rice and pastas and stuff like that. <laughs> well, and flour too. People don't and realize that, that now's the yep. time to stock up on flour if you're going to, because from the obvious, which is science and economics, right? If you don't have wheat, you ain't got no flour, right? So exactly. And Ukraine and Russia aren't, and China aren't going to be shipping anything our way. We're on their shit list, so. Can't ask for them for help. So, you know, they let the world supply pretty much at their whim. And I know they've hoarded it for themselves. That's just a given. So, well, and who would have thought right now that you might have become a millionaire investing in crickets as a fucking yeah. food source? Oh, when they, when I first heard that years ago that they were thinking about that and making it to, protein source and then they started putting it into some whey packages and stuff like that i was like yeah i know it's high in protein but really you know we're not desperate on cows you know poultry and stuff like that until now as they say oh there's all these different things happening and bird flus and monkey pox and all this other crap now cows are just dropping over from heat that you know they have every year i don't know it's, things are pretty crazy when it comes to that kind of shit and it, it's it's really sad to see but yeah this protein stuff and trying to pass that off in the school system now to get these kids starting to eat bugs no i don't agree with that well i had this idea and and just entertain me if you will um we create this chain of um buffet franchises where you go in you hand them your social insurance number and they put you on a scale and then you pay right then and there to go in then you eat but nothing has a label on it nothing has a name right you just oh that looks good you eat it right and then on the way out you hand them your social insurance number you step back on the scale and you're only charged for for the extra weight unless you're under over a certain um annual income and then anything above that you get charged accordingly right <laughs> and so Right. And so like, like I was going to use Trudeau, but he's not good with fucking numbers. So we'll use like Kevin O'Leary goes in there with his grandson, gets an ice cream cone. It's 40 K. Right. It's a cricket cone. We know it's not real ice cream. We know there's no dairy in that thing. Right. Whatsoever. But yeah, it's uh, yeah. But it's basically you're bringing up the Chinese social credit system. You might as well put that under the list then. <laughs> it's might, exactly well, no, we call it Warren. We call it Warren Buffett because he won't be uh, or Warren Buffet. Sorry, because he won't. Be, I think it's spelled the same way anyways, but he exactly. won't be able to afford to eat there. He'll be like the only person not able to afford to eat there. 
literal literal declare bankruptcy yeah you can't be moving money around no more uh i can only hope only wish wouldn't that be great yeah that yeah. would be awesome elon musk comes in that'll be three million you know that's <laughs> good. yeah i don't care if you just had a sprite it wasn't sprite anyways yeah, yeah that was uh that was a spider spider concoction <laughs> But it's interesting this week as well, they've changed the definition of the uh, fully vaccinated, right? Like, uh, when are they going to stop? It's going to be every now they're saying what every nine months you're going to have to go in because oh, it's, that's as long as it lasts that what they're going to shorten that to uh, six months and then every three months and then every two weeks. And then you'd be going in for your daily shot, just like, you know, a crack addict needs his fix and oh, yeah. <laughs> well, they've already admitted, though, that shot only protects you for a week or two. Exactly. So every nine months is, is is astronomical anyways. And it's funny how it lines up nine months, though. That's basically, in a way, it could be population control in the form of, you know, adverse reactions and pregnancies, right? So I've talked to some peds nurses, man, and they're telling me that these babies that are born from vaccinated moms are uh, showing up with lower birth rates and, uh, you know, all kinds of sad little um, deformalities, we'll call it, right? True, true. That's right. Because uh, what's the stats from uh, two years ago? Uh, the population is dropped 20%, something like that, since the needle started coming out. Yeah. And that's a big percentage in population, you know, is what we're going to limit ourselves like the Chinese one child, you know, per family and that's it. And if you have more than that, then you get sterilized. Yeah. Well, they, uh, sorry, I just got an email. I might have a, a lined up um, guest host for the second segment here, but the, uh, yeah, JC can't be here. Um, uh, um, uh, um, uh, I don't know where he is so he had a family, had a family emergency i think his in-laws were threatening to come over or something but uh he does run excavator so i'm wondering if he might have got called to go and fix those uh georgia headstones or um that's what he would call them things just yeah. bury those things well there's supposed to be some sort of a tomb there or a, you know one of those uh what the hell is it called i should have written this down yeah, time capsule. It probably contains the anthrax vaccine. <laughs> right? You know, I wouldn't put it past these brains that think this shit up. I wouldn't put it past it. You know, just oh yeah, they'll open it. Poof. There yeah. you go. Unleashed, unleash something, right? It's like the mummy, right? The mummy movie. They just open it up, and next thing you know, there's you know, crazy sandstorms taking place with devilish features in them. Yeah, crazy. The um, yeah, so the Georgia Guidestones, I guess somebody drove a vehicle there, but they don't seem to be sharing any of this camera footage with the public. So they must either know what's going on and are covering it up, or don't know enough and are are playing the the cautious game of not telling you too much, right? Exactly. Yeah, they don't want people to know what's really going on. They'll just kind of bullshit around, you know, the real thing and give everybody what they want to hear. And oh yeah, it's just a bunch of granite and some some idiot did this as a joke. Yeah, well, any this is where I get pissed off when people are like, "Well, they're not. The news isn't lying to you. The news is misly, merely misrepresenting its its take on something. It's it's steering you in one direction. It's not necessarily lying to you. It's still doing oh. it." 
And I just can't help but think if you're not going to honestly report what you know or as much about what you know as you know, then you're fucking lying. You're 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 misdirecting, which is a form of lying, right? So exactly. Well, if you're one of those people that watch like the five o'clock news or six o'clock news, and then the ten or eleven o'clock news, if you've actually gone and watched the five o'clock or six o'clock news, they counteract or contradict themselves on the later news from what they just said prior. Like yeah. if really, do you have to check it out? They do it all the time. Yeah. Just little miss, you know, changing words here, or there. And it's like, you have to really watch these guys and what they're saying. Well, you know, and good case in point, two weeks ago, they were calling it um, sudden adult death syndrome. Now they're reporting it as another mysterious, a mysterious illness, but not connected to sudden adult death syndrome. Like now they're even trying to divide up these these different um, mysterious death situations, right? And they don't want to report proper numbers. If they wanted to report proper numbers, they would have reported vaccine deaths right alongside of COVID injuries, right? Because yeah. they were already yeah, reporting this long haul. And I think long haul is just somebody saying it's an easy way to get government cash, right? So And that's, and that's it. That's the cash grab, right? Yeah. And see, and I... I gave people um, the opportunity and, and the idea, I, I guess I'd say, way back when this all started. And I said, you guys aren't going to come out of your house after two weeks. You might as well fucking declare agoraphobia and collect that disability check every month and stay the fuck home. Right? So a lot of people figured it out and realized they make more money than they do sweating their balls off in a kitchen or, you know. Exactly. And a lot of people did that. And then they said, oh, yeah, you guys won't have to pay this money back. You know, it's a one one shot deal and blah, blah, blah. And what happened? Tax time. Everybody's getting hit. You got to pay this back. Seven grand. I've known people that have had to pay seven grand back. Well, I'm interested myself because I never took a dime of the COVID money, nor did my girlfriend. And so we're interested. And we haven't even gone in and got our taxes done. But I've heard from people that they've been charged for having that fucking COVID money on their taxes yet they didn't collect any COVID money. So, you know, is this going to, if it, if that becomes an, an, um, an issue, I do have my own accountant, thankfully that I will, you know, make sure is doing this all to the books. Right. Which is if they're saying I owe money, then hopefully he's saying, well, prove that show me the fucking receipt. Right. So, But yeah, no, we've we've been uh, hesitating, and and my dog ate my girlfriend's glasses on Canada Day, so that was an ordeal all in itself. <laughs> Silly little pup. He didn't wreck the lenses, thankfully. He didn't break them, but yeah, he mangled the frames. There was no saving that shit. And oh, that sucks. and she was supposed to work early that day too, so she woke up, and you know, she doesn't scold the dog like I would, and saying, "What is this? Oh, bad boy!" Right? No, she goes, she's right away. Oh no, you're breaking my heart. I'm like, what is that? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know? So now I don't know. My I think my dog thinks he might be a girl suddenly. I don't know. It's, it's <laughs> yeah, I know myself. I worked right through COVID and I didn't accept the dime either because I knew what they were gonna do and what they were up to. It's a test to do that, yeah, universal credit score system and everybody it has a universal or universal income and they tried that out and everybody was accepting you know 2200 bucks you know for the month or whatever whatever that was 
or eighteen hundred bucks every or nine hundred bucks every two weeks or something like that after they took the taxes off of that. Yeah. And uh, yeah, and then like I said, these people just oh yeah, I'll take it. So now you, they've accepted that money. The government now sees how many millions of people took the CERB mm-hmm. and accepted it. Okay, so now if we push this again on another lockdown and implement this again, and then we do a market crash, then everybody's reliant when the fiat dollar crashes and they go digital, then everybody's on that Chinese credit score and on universal income at that rate, because most people agreed with it on the first first round or possibly on the second round. Yeah. In which case, they still got like seven or eight grand. Um, I do happen to know because I work in uh, public transit and uh, I know drug dealers that were lining up the street people with tangerine accounts and getting them eight grand. That's all it took was to have a social insurance number and a, and a debit card. These guys were already getting government money to stay in a shelter or, you know, it's like people on, on the assistance that I knew and I, I've known that book the freaking took the the serb money and then refused to pay rent on top of it thinking this was one big fucking pandemic lottery and then they yeah. got evicted and now it's costing us taxpayers upwards of five hundred dollars here in the interior to keep them in hotels which are about 40 percent now occupied with with these people and and i don't want to call them these people but because there is a variety of reasons why they're in there but these are government programs that are costing us 450 to 500 a day rather than just open the loony bins, put the loonies in the fucking loony bins, open the, you know, the drug centers, the dry out treatment centers, and, you know, get those places working properly. Create that rule with the police that anybody street sleeping out in the street needs to be put somewhere safe at 1 a.m. You know, that's what ha- that, that's the best thing that we could do as you know, people say socialism and oh, everybody's got to hug each other and shit. Yeah, first we got to sort them out, though. I don't know. Maybe it's me. Maybe I'm not. Maybe I'm not. You know. But I hate to hear these people freezing in the cold. And when you're you we're talking about viruses and and transmission of of colds and flus and influenza. Well, why are we allowing the people to subject themselves to sleeping out in the cold in the first place? Right. That's that can't be great for their immune system. So. Exactly. And and the way I'm looking at Trudeau and sending all these millions of dollars now guaranteeing them X amount of millions uh, to the Ukraine a year, um, you know, that money could be spent in our own country helping the vets and the homeless people and also the drug, drug addicts get clean and get back to work. Well, famous line from that cocksucker, pardon my language, but this is shit talk. And if you don't like it, send your kids out of the room now. Sorry, I should have warned you guys. Maybe I'll have JC throw a disclaimer on the beginning of this. But yeah, it's, it's, the the money, his famous line was, oh, you're simply asking for more than we can give. And we're currently fighting you in court. You know, what the fuck? Like, that's your reason for not, for not helping out your own people. But when somebody else asks for, you know, what, $1.5 billion? Um, somebody broke this down. I think I mentioned this on last week's podcast as well, that if you had a billion dollars in, in dollar bills and gave one out every second, it would take 42 years. So if you did that here in, in Canada and gave out, say, $5 and try and give that out every second to people that actually need it, you know, you'd make a huge fucking difference, right? Investing $1.5 would have definitely got water to where it needed to be in this country. 
And even where, where I live right now, we're under boil water advisory with this crazy weather. Yeah. Uh, first thing I would do with, uh, with most of that money is I would get uh, clean water up and piped up into the reservations and stuff that need it. You know, like they've been here longer than we have and they get the shit end of the stick. No, I don't. We've got the technology. We've got the money. It's just being put and spent in the wrong places. Yeah. And, and like you said, you, they could actually pipe it up there. Oh, totally. You don't, we don't need to do that easy. Yeah. Really, what they need to do is either A, put up a tower, or B, you know, figure out where a good spring is and, and go and do some actual, you know, drilling for proper wells for people, right? The, and Canada is just rich with artisan wells. It's, they're all over the place, you know, just tap in. And I know most of the reservations, you know, they've got clean running water close by and they can tap into that. And, yeah. you know, there's so many things that they can spend the money on, but, you know, they're spending it on the wrong things. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And it doesn't seem to be getting any better. Like, I don't know. I was informed that that uh, the great turd there took off to Ukraine. He was in Kiev on Canada Day. Yet I did oh, yeah. see I did see a, a news um, interview there or address of the of the media, as you want to call it, where he was, you know, blah, blah, blah. And most of it in French. But uh, yeah, it's. It's shocking, man. And what is with Kiev? Do you know? Like, is this now the new Hollywood or? Well, yeah, pretty much because everybody's going there for uh, for their photo ops, you know, and they're having parties and concerts, you know, during a war. I, I don't get it. You know, I've never seen that happen before in a war. I don't think Hitler, you know, had his little concerts going on in the main city when <laughs> shit was being, go you know, going down. So nobody it, it seems no to Nobody seems to defend that blatant statement when you make it. Like, why is everybody in Hollywood and, you know, are they going to host the Grammys there? Like I suggested last week, or is this a new Disneyland? Are they building a Disney, a Disney Ukraine or what? Like, well, uh, that would be pretty, pretty bad. Maybe they're all getting out of Hollywood. And uh, like I said, like you were saying, you know, Disney too, they don't have a good rap going on right now with what's going on. So Maybe they are bugging out and heading overseas and, you know, going into like, you know, isolation. I mean, we can't touch this here. So, <laughs> well, it looks like Dan, the man, the prepper guy is going to come back with us for a second segment here in a couple minutes. So, uh, yeah. Um, yeah. We'll get Dan on here as well. And I'm going to ask him exactly who he thinks Bill Gates would take on as a Disney character if he had the choice to dress up as one. So, <laughs> Bear with me. It, it might take him a minute to muster up a response. But. Oh, I've already, I've already got one. <laughs> yeah, nice. <laughs> right on. Yeah, so we'll be right back after this brief message from no sponsors. Sounds good. <laughs> yeah, what he said. <laughs> right on. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Shit Talk. Here we are again, July the 6th of 2022. I'm joined here with uh, my good friend, the Man of Rock himself, from uh, Mad Man of Rock from TikTok. Uh, we will be joined with uh, Gray Sox Productions, Dan, Prepper Dan here pretty soon as well. Um, I just said, uh, I just got a notification here on my screen that the U.S. Uh, Canadian dollar just went up 13%. Where's that inflation? I would say that's inflation that... 13% just went into, you know, more Ukraine flights and uh, jet sets. 
Oh no, that's Canadian dollar is rising fast, 0.13%. Ooh, we're at 76. So it's funny because I just cashed in a bunch of change today. So maybe that's what what did that. <laughs> Putting it back into the economy. <laughs> <laughs> I went to one of those stores where they trade your cash and they usually do like yeah, because we were in the mall and it was funny. My girlfriend needs a pair of glasses because the dog got his freaking mouth on them there. And uh, we're, I said to her, I said, bring the, bring the bag of change. And she just rolled it up a couple weeks ago, right? We get piggy bank full of quarters and nickels and shit. And she just rolled it up. It was 82 bucks. She was packing around in her purse, say. So as we're leaving the mall, she's like, are you going to go to the bank? Can you just carry this shit? And I'm like, no. I said, no, no, no. Um, Oh, isn't there a currency place here? So we went to this e-currency place in the mall, literally right across from the glass shop too. It was awesome. And I said, oh, do you do you take change? And she's like, only Canadian. I'm like, perfect. <laughs> Under 82 months. <laughs> it's all rolled up, right? So this is, they didn't make a dollar off of me at all, right? Like they literally had to just give me my money. And now he's got to count all those rolls of change at the end of the day. Yeah, too bad we still don't have the penny still in circulation because I can tell you a story, but there was a, I, there was a lawsuit back in Winnipeg. This guy had this lawsuit going on and he hired this lawyer out of Grant Park Mall. And this lawyer's office was on like the second floor in this strip mall. And uh, the guy says, well, you, you lost my case. I'm not paying you. So the lawyer sued him and the lawyer won. So what this guy did was he got all he cashed in, I don't know, it was like thousands, $50,000 for this lawyer bill or something like that. And him and a whole bunch of buddies had all their trucks. They loaded it up with pennies and wheelbarrows. And literally, they went in and we dumped the wheelbarrows right at the front stairs to the lawyer's office and said, here's your payment. Right <laughs> yeah. Oh, the, yeah. Like the mall was covered in pennies. Right. <laughs> I think everybody should start doing that if we can, you know, just bring out the copper and to start going with that because that's more than our dollars worth right now anyway. So. Well, no, I'm thinking that I'm, I'm saving mine for if the prime minister comes to visit, because I got a new slingshot to try out as well. Nice. And, uh, yeah, you know, little guy wants to bitch about fucking gravel being tossed at him by the handful. He's, he's got to stop. He's got to calm down. Cause yeah, give him something to cry about little <laughs> bitch. But, uh, that's what I thought right away when that happened. I'm like, oh, yeah, now he's going to, you know, escalate it to gun violence, right? Oh, uh, you're right. Take away my slingshot, too, while you're at it, you little whiner. Yeah, go well, fix the problem. He if he could, he would. So, yeah. Uh, just give it another year. We won't, even allow, we won't even be allowed to have plastic knives. No doubt, right? Well, yeah, it's, it's a tough dilemma, right? We have all those plastic ma uh, masks floating around in the ocean now probably killing dolphins by the freaking you know truckload and uh i just got this interesting email though the other day yesterday um taxpayer.com they're introducing recall legislation at the federal level and it's uh when politicians break the public trust voters should have to wait shouldn't have to wait for the next election to remove them alberta and british columbia have both introduced recall legislation that gives voters the right to trigger by elections when politicians misbehave we, the underpined, call on Prime Minister Trudeau to introduce recall legislation at the federal level. Click here for a printable version, it says. And it's yeah, I've been putting that out. I've been putting that content out like uh, 
he, we have the right to oust him. It's a non-confidence vote. And yeah. people just need to speak up and say it. Sign, sign the damn paper. Like, it's there. You can download it. Mm-hmm. Look under uh, government.gov, you know, Canadian government.gov, I think it is. And it's in there somewhere. It's a non-confidence vote. And citizens, like I said, can even do citizens arrest on these guys because the police aren't doing it. You have the right for citizens arrest. Yeah. But nobody's standing up to do it. So, again, that non-confidence vote, I think everybody should look into that and everybody sign one and send it into your local MP. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, it's uh, it's incredible what's there on the news and what isn't, right? Like, And they try and sugarcoat everything, too, where this whole Dutch protest, they're not talking about the fact that these guys are prepared to slaughter cows on the, on the House of of congress there right um oh they're, they're, it's ready to go mass chaos over there right now yeah and here at home too i don't know if you guys are dealing with this but here in bc especially they just announced yesterday that everybody in a uh, government job is talking about walking off the job or strike voting you know because they want an increase for all this inflation and the cost of living and everything right so Wow, how about you pass the buck off and the savings to the rest of us? Yeah. Now they're bitching. Now they're bitching. Yeah, and that includes the government pod shops and liquor stores. They're all, you know, oh, we want to raise or we're going to walk off. But sadly enough, the the nurses union hasn't been with a contract since March. And it would not surprise me one bit if the local nurses, you know, did a strike or walkout, right? So. And people are going to be like, oh, my God, look at this is what the unvaccinated did. Right. We already know how that start with that shit. As you probably watched the last few of my videos. Oh, yeah, I've had some people coming out and saying that, you know, oh, it was all started because of the convoy. Are you kidding me? Yeah. No, it was your government. Look, open your eyes. Yeah. Yeah, totally, right? And then it, now they spin it to climate change. Climate change is going to kill people mysteriously all of a sudden. Or, you know, but well, yeah. Did you, whole, the, did you hear about the new uh, CO2 uh, proposal? We're breathing too much. We're supposed to slow down on our breathing and limit our breathing. Yeah, well, I think it's it's something that a lot of people that believe that the news should be probably practicing. Like, you know, hold your breath for eight minutes. It's not that long. It's really two yeah. commercial breaks. So here, let me try. Yeah. Or that offensive Oreo commercial where the kid slugs the other kid. Right. Oh, I can't geez. have that anymore. Yeah. No shit. No. Remember when they took Wiley Coyote hitting the ground off the TV? Yeah. The actual impact frames, they, they removed them from the cartoon. Like that's when we should have been fighting. That's right there is when we should have said, you know what? That's too much. You're going too fucking far, right? We're not going to be able to watch that Hear No Evil, See No Evil movie. Are you aware of that? You oh, know that totally. movie with, yeah, it, was, it wasn't Eddie Murphy. That was Richard Pryor, right? That's and, Pryor, yeah. And Gene Wilder was in that one as well, no? Yeah. Yeah. So that 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 scene right in the beginning of the movie where Richard Pryor sitting next to his uh, his sister and says, she's like, oh, just smarten up and act like a black man. He says, what? I'm a black man? Does dad know? <laughs> Fuck me, right? Like, yeah. Well, the best movie I think that would sum up 
like and give people a heart attack now if they watch it is Blazing Saddles. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. That was one of my favorite movies, you know, and you couldn't even put that movie on net like nowadays without people having heart attacks and having strokes and and that could be on the Disney Channel because they probably own it anyways, right? Like it should be in there with the fake DuckTales or whatever they're introducing now, right? Like it's so bad that they've actually stolen names from other freaking shows to cover up the, you know, the shows they're embarrassed about or just because they're that lazy and can't figure, you know, figure out a new a new show or a new name. But yeah, uh, the recycling everything. Well, you look at that Will Smith and Jada Pinkett thing at the at the awards. You know that was a rehash from a 1960s skit. You know, oh really? Like down, down to a T. Huh. Yeah, you got to check that out. Just uh, do that uh, Jada Pinkett Smith and Will Smith slap and Google um, original scene or something like that, and it will pop it up. Well, they, they opened up the Hydrogen Collider, I believe it's called, H-A-D-R-O-G. Uh, yeah, so who knows? Are we in a different plane of reality right now or a different, uh, like, dimension? Well, I know that I would, different? I would hope that I would realize it if I woke up tomorrow and Will Smith came out and said that he's been dating Chris Rock for a few years and fucking <laughs> Ellen and Roseanne Arnold are suddenly in a relationship and very happy together. Yeah, I just be like, holy fuck, like, yeah, okay. You know, I, I'm so desensitized to this shit, you know? I'm so detached from it all, I think. I, I'm, it blows my, I see people walking around on a beautiful summer day in a crowd, and even in a crowd of four people, and there's nobody with, within like 30 feet of them on the sidewalk, I shit you not, and they still got masks on. Oh, I've seen people riding bikes in a park by themselves with masks on. And I was like, and there's nobody around. I saw a guy jogging after his small child the other day with his mask up and on in the broad daylight, 28 degrees out. I want to, I want to add that too. Like you got, it blows my mind. There was a poor old lady the other day in her personal house off on the golf course, beautiful, beautiful place. Nobody around, no neighbors, you know, quarter acre backyard. And she's got her mask on while she's out watering her flowers on her freaking patio. You know, that's like I said, we got to open the fucking loony bins, man. Like we seriously have to reopen the loony bins and get these, get these people put in their places. Cause if it comes down to me having to go to somebody's house and, you know, scavenge, that's the stupid idiots I'm looking for. Right. Like the ones that are hiding in their freaking basement, rocking back and forwards, we're in the, the monkeys are coming to give them monkey pox. Right. <laughs> Uh, it's going to be interesting to watch, you know, all the people that are slamming all us conspiracy theorists, so-called rednecks, and we're spewing a bunch of shit. Yeah, well, when shit hits the fan, like I've been saying on my videos, some of you that attack me, whatever, well, don't expect me to be saving your ass. I'll be walking over it, when, like you said, while you're sitting there cowering, and I'm just going to get on with my thing. <laughs> and we all called this out early. We really oh. did. We said there's going to be numerous shots. They're still going to, you know. They're saying that for two years. Saying that for two years, you know, it was bullshit to begin with, and then, uh, you know, they were having lottery. Once they came out with lotteries, oh, you know, you got a chance to win this money if you get a shot. Then you know that jigs up something's if they're bribing people with prizes. To, you know, like come on, you know, there's something not right. When China was right back to normal after two weeks, I knew something was right, 
And but the scary thing is, man, I was following the news early. I watched that China Now and China in Focus, which are um, I don't get the updates on them. I should check them out again on YouTube. But they yeah, were two of the. Yeah. yeah, I've seen that China in Focus. Yeah, I keep on tabs with that and the RT report, all those kind of things. You get and um, there's the X22 report. Have you ever listened to his uh, commentaries? I don't know. Possibly. Like I said, they they throw me all weird shit. I was looking for stuff about this uh, Georgia Guidestones today. And, yeah, it was sending me every which way but but where I wanted to go. So, Well, the prime example uh, that I would go by that everybody for years have thought was a crap pot was Glenn Beck. The guy has been dead on right from everything from the get-go, and they've censored him throughout the years and tried to oust him. And But he's definitely got a lot of knowledge and insight and stuff that people don't or wouldn't get he puts out there and, and same with that x22 report but the x22 report he's really good but he likes to repeat himself on a few things here and there like but like i said you guys got to check out some of these guys and their reporting uh lots of knowledge yeah no it sounds uh it sounds i don't know if i've checked out glenn, glenn beck or not um i just saw a story there about uh with tim tim ballard though on the you know multiple billion dollar industry of uh, child trafficking, right? And he's got the uh, yeah. Operation Underground Railroad. Oh yeah, and so, you know they're still using a lot of the railroads that they used back in when on the you know, when they were bringing the black people up and trying to hide them and during the Civil War and stuff. They're, hmm. they're using those tunnels that are still still around as well. Yeah, it's kind of weird how it was, what, about a month after Trump left office that all of a sudden nobody talked about the kids crossing the border still? Of course, because it's Biden's, uh, look at Grandpa Biden there. You know, Mr. Touchy Feely. <laughs> he's running it now, so he's got to keep it all hush-hush, try to bury it, because he's involved. Um, are you seeing many people from Ukraine taking refuge in your in your neighborhood there at all? <laughs> oh, actually, uh, yeah, I did. there is actually in Winnipeg, they've been taking in a lot of refugees. And on Canada Day, I actually posted something I got really pissed off at. Um, there was a refugee that had come two days moved uh, from the Ukraine to Winnipeg, and he wanted to go see the Human Rights Building. And, and that's right where the Forks is at, where they have Canada Day celebrations. So on Canada Day, he went there and walked, was walking right beside the human rights building and he got stabbed in the neck. What? Yeah. Two days in as a refugee going to see, yeah, the human rights building and he gets stabbed right beside it, right in the neck. Holy cow. Yeah. So, That's... you know, that kind of shit is, he can't be doing that people, you know, like no. you got to welcome people. It's not their fault. It's their government. You know, people want to get the fuck out. I'd love to get the fuck out of Canada if I could and go where there's no bullshit. <laughs> yeah, but, well, you know, when you got a supposed war going on, yeah, I'd want to get out too, right? And you suck people, you help them. I just can't help but think, though, if they think that Kiev is safe enough for the prime minister and a bunch of movie stars and other, you know, members of, of, of parliament and, and the politicians down south, Nancy Pelosi, are you kidding yeah. me? You know, if, if they can take the time, if that's a safe enough place for them, it's a safe enough place for their own refugees. 
That's where I'm looking at it right now because I saw I saw a news report where they were saying there was these plane loads of refugees coming here and those were going to Nova Scotia. And when they showed the three-minute clip, all I saw was young men, like 20s and 30s, and children that were like eight or nine. So I'm like, where's the women? Where are the, you know, wounded? Nobody's got a Band-Aid on them, right? Why are we bringing over this age group, right? So Mm -hmm. very fishy, in my opinion. Um, Yeah, it makes makes you wonder, you know, like you see that and then you hear about the other stuff, uh, you know, like it's hard to really fathom what's really going on. But as time goes, as time is going on, things are opening up more. And then, yeah, you're kind of seeing is where everybody's being misled. And there isn't really much going on over there except for a power grab. And because Canada and the states have got and had their, you know, Wuhan virus type deal, all that shit, you know, coming from that Winnipeg lab that those two Chinese that uh, scientists that um, Trudeau sent in and oh, yeah, you know, they're great, you know, they'll help Canada and then they end up taking that shit back over to those labs and sending it over into the Ukraine to one of their many other labs that they're invested in, you know? So yeah, it's a cash grab. They're trying to uh, protect their investments, you know, like look at Trudeau, he's invested in the pharma, PharmaCare big time. So every Moderna or Pfizer shot, I think he's in with Pfizer, I think. And he's got, you know, a percentage of that he owns. So every shot he's making like $1,500, not including the doctors. And they've been told, the doctors have been told, it doesn't matter if it's cold, flu, you know, stub foot or toe, write it down and chalk it down as COVID. Everybody gets paid. Yeah. See, I, I met a, a lady early on during the COVID crisis before they, the vaccines were available even. And she is in her 40s and just had a mastectomy and, and one breast removed. She told me that two days after the surgery, she was feeling a little, you know, having a tough time breathing and, and found it laboring. So she went into the hospital and told them, you know, I just had a mastectomy and I'm just finding shortness of breath. They tried to force her on the table. First, they forced her on the table, sorry, face first, and then tried to insert a tube into her mouth while she was still conscious. Wow, and she right. fought that off and she fought off sedation because they're like, well, just give you a shot and you relax and you won't feel it. They, okay, she she fought that off, thankfully, got out of the hospital, labored breathing and all, suffered for a day, went into her normal doctor. Her doctor took a look at the x-ray that they should have taken a look at before they even started to treat for her, treat her, and found that she had a nicked lung in the, uh, in the surgery process, removing the... Uh, the mammogram wow eh? um removing yeah so she uh and he told her you would have died that would have fucking killed you because all that extra oxygen would have then bleeded out and into her entire chest cavity and she would have died and Jeez. she's like what can i fucking do and he's like well you know all i can do is offer you my apology but there's absolutely nothing you can do and in this country there is no medical malpractice lawsuit availability yet you got our that, right? doctors are working part more than eight hours a day which we all know after an eight hour day you start slacking right construction workers and shit working 12 hours yeah but you're not as productive as you were the initial eight hours no and doctors are going what 32 40 40 hours at a shot yeah 18 hours um 16 for a operating surgeon maximum 
Um, 18 hour, yeah, shifts for, for doctors otherwise though, yeah. And nurses, same thing, right? They can do a two hour break between, I think it's 18 hour shifts, yeah. which is crazy. You know, and how is that good for their health or ours in it's reality, not. right? It's, it's not. So when they're talking about going to the bargaining table and, oh, we want more of this and we want more of that, like, yeah, it's, you know, put yourself in everybody else's shoes, though. And why are we why are we feeding these politicians like 500000 a year? Like, who the fuck said Doug Ford is worth that kind of money, right? Never mind any of them. What was one of their uh, meals uh on one of their trips, all the meals added up to over, it was over $50,000 or something like that. Just in like lavish meals and stuff like that. And that's on our buck. Yeah. That's Eat. sick. Yeah. yeah. That's sick. I'd like to be eating that, you know, like uh, here's a thousand or $2,000 plate of uh, caviar and whatever else they're eating and drinking and passing around. And yeah, yeah it'd be nice. Pass the buck on to the people that need it folks. Yeah. So we we we're gonna save this question for the third part of our of our show, but um, yeah, where where do you think this is all going though? Like a lot of people are saying now the Georgia Guidestones are down. That's a sign of of something with all this high water in D.C. as well. Seems to be another another issue of of conspiracy, of if you will, or a uh, prediction of of things biblical, maybe everything like supposedly right now uh with that cern that just was fired up the other day um they were saying that uh six planets are in alignment which would bring up the title uh the title waves or whatever i don't know how many feet or meters but that it has the pull on the earth the way all these are all aligned so that i would say that would have something to do with that but, you know, give it another week and it might calm down. If not, well, then you're looking at either man-made. Like, I know we've been getting some weird storms here, like, and they're not even popping up on the radar. Like, they're coming out of nowhere and they're, like, really severe storms. Like, one second, it's, it's bright blue. Next minute, it's like you're holding on to a tree because you're going to get blown into Oz or something. So, Wow. Yeah, we've, we've just had a really terrible year here for weather in general, like, it, it was nice around Canada Day week. And there's always, you know, the odd nice day here. But, yeah, it's been a lot more um, precipitation, a lot more un, unsteady, non-decisive um, wind formations, too, yeah? Well, supposedly they've been acting uh, or turning harp on quite a bit, too. And that supposedly for weather manipulation. So I could see that being some of you know, what that does is when they shoot that uh, all those radio frequencies up and into the ozone it actually pushes the ozone up in like a bubble in that one spot which means it changes the the whole current and the airflow and and tides and everything so your your jet stream is now moved and focused in to around that area wherever they're focusing that uh, those beams hmm. Yeah, very interesting to check into that one. Look into Harp. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah no, they've been thing things too. So yeah, they've been messing with shit for a long, long time with that. Um, you ever watch that Nassau conspiracy show on uh, whatever A and E or, or whatever channel, History Channel? 
Oh yeah, yeah. I I check everything out, and you got to watch stuff with a grain of salt. But there's you go in depth and go down the rabbit holes and just look for the stuff that they're kind of suggesting, and then go from there. And it does open up a can of worms here and there. So, well, it's interesting that that show in itself is available on on a network that's claiming to be you know wide open history books, and people are just oh yeah whatever. You know, oh, they have all this, <clears throat> all this knowledge of UFOs and, and you know, crazy ass ways of manipulating shit on Earth and and uh, in the sky, and yet, yeah, no, let's just not report it for 60, 70 years, right? They've just started disclosing stuff, and actually, NASA and the Air Force have actually said, you know, yeah, there is stuff, and they're starting to release stuff slowly, but. Uh, and that's the stuff, like you said, 60, 70 years ago is now being released. <clears throat> so very cool stuff. You got yeah, lots of rabbit holes, especially with these days and age. You don't know if we're living in a movie or the Matrix. No shit, right? Oh, I just found a video on, on the Internet there of Bill Cosby just gave his press release after a year of being free for accusations from over 60 women and one yeah. who has made testimony that he took advantage of her when she was 16 years old and that was that right? canadian that he drugged right he put like night cool or something or quaaludes in her drink or something when she was that age and i believe so <clears throat> yeah we've got she peter nygaard here a canadian sports star or something yeah I'm, I'm not sure but we've got the canadian peter nygaard Still no update on what's happening with him other than he's been refused bail, which is a good thing. And I can't help but think if they're going to let Cosby off after two years, are they are they going to pay Ghislaine to be there? Like, you know, is she because she'll only do a, a year or a year and a half. Right. Because they'll consider yeah. the time she spent there and, and, oh, you know, good behavior. You know, you didn't accidentally kill yourself or let Hillary in by, you know. Well, supposedly, yeah, uh, she's already had an attempt uh, on her life inside jail. She's now in Gen Pop, so that's not good. Well, you know that how that plays out with uh, pedophiles, right? So that, I think that I think before that's what they did that for was put her in Gen Pop because she still didn't release the flight data logs, right? She hasn't released that yet. So if they can offer her in jail or have somebody offer that, you know, it shuts her up, right? But let's be honest here. She dies. They can get that stuff released because they have everything. They have all those little camera feeds and all the backup data from fucking Epstein's creepy houses of horror everywhere in the world. Right. They found all that shit. They've done all that work. They know what's going on. They've been knowing before that trial even took place how many people were involved. That's the most messed up thing. That's where it's like, do you want to let her live so you can find out more from her? Or... Actually, you know, I, would. I, I would actually love to keep her alive because you're talking the Epstein files and tapes. You don't know what she kept on her own stuff on like, you know, she probably has her own journal and stuff going on that hasn't been seen or found, which would probably give a lot more juice to the story against Epstein and in more incriminate her more. So I would keep her alive just for that fact. Yeah, I don't know. I think we need to change the laws. I think there needs to be a lot of reformation. And that's what I've said for a while. I think when you're 65, 
You should be given a get out of jail free card. You should be given you should be given a tax exemption card that includes everything from groceries to your fucking property, right? Insurance, everything. That and you should be given a taser and a shovel, and just help us fucking fix this problem, right? Like, what whatever happened to you? Everybody has the right to intervene, right? The WorkSafe BC, you know, don't be afraid to say something when you see something wrong. Yeah, right? you know how that plays out, right? You get you, you say something and then you get fired. Because yeah, you're HR. Uh, he ended up with HR. Yeah. yeah, and HR says, "I looked at your Facebook, Trumper, and and you're a shit no. disturber, so you're gone." Yeah, yeah that's about <laughs> it, right? It's like the class clown, right? Unless you're the principal son, you can't get away with it, right? That's just the way right. it is. Yeah, exactly. So, and there, there we are now, same thing, right? Inherited privilege running the whole fucking show like a circus without any explanation to why he's doing what he's doing, but still just pompously getting away with shit, right? You think, I think there should have been a vote, no? Whether or not we wanted, uh, we wanted to send that kind of money anywhere? Because the, oh. first, the first thing he did when COVID hit on March 20th, and I'll never forget, because I came home and I watched the fucking daily morning news Right. As it was happening live, because I'm up early at 5 a.m. And uh, he was he was saying then, oh, we just gave this much money to this country. No, we just gave this much money to this country. Meanwhile, Trump's like, we ain't paying nobody no, nothing right now. You know, he did the best thing for us, which was shut down funding. I wonder how cheap gas would be in the States if they had not put funding back on for the World Health Organization. There's well, a question the media ain't asking anybody, eh? Yeah, so it's funny. I would love to have a guy like Trump up here. I don't care if there's Trump haters out there. Oh, this guy's a Trump supporter. Yeah, I actually am because that guy, believe it or not, was no bullshit. You know, he brought everything back to normal and was on the right track with their economy. Jobs were like on every aspect were up on the up and up. Their economy was going self-sufficient again, bringing the businesses back. And he called out exactly Biden's playbook, exactly how it would play out. Oh, they're going to do up your taxes and you're not going to have this. You're not going to have that. He called it spot on. Yeah. So and I'm guessing for 2024, Trump's going to come back with JFK Jr. And then all shit will come out. I bet you that's how this is going to play out. And then people will be shocked as to the truth because JFK Jr. even came out and said, you know, like uh, John, little John John that was killed. He says, you know something? I'm going to run against Hillary and I'm going to expose everything about my family the, who shot my dad and everything. And then guess what? A week later, his plane went down. Mm -hmm. Right? So yeah, you go, it, it all spills into that shit. So yeah, Again, rabbit holes, rabbit holes, my friend. Rabbit holes, they're everywhere. Well, you and it's got to look. But it's tough because you don't even have to. You have to, you know, I look at it as just following the trail, following the breadcrumbs, right? It's it's a it's a easy path to see when it's a bunch of deceitment and and you know social poisoning if you wanna if you wanna go that far as to try and sugarcoat the shit, you know. But yeah, they try and poison themselves socially. That's oh yeah, well, you know, oh there's there's fucking ads on TV right now to give to Ukraine. And I'm thinking. How has this gone on this long, for one, as this as this crazy war, and for two, who's paying that fucking ad? Like, there's no homeless people in my in my city 
ad on TV. Why is there a freaking poor Ukrainian people ad on my TV? You yeah. know? Oh, and you go into all the stores that's would you like to donate to the Ukraine? And like, I'd rather donate to my homeless here, you know? How does that sound? <laughs> well, I gave a local pub shit because what was it? March? They were advertising when, when the war broke out about a week after they were, and I won't say the war broke out. I'm going to say the war actually escalated to something that was top news, right? The war has been taking place for quite a while, but when it, when it started to get a bit serious, they were trying to set up a, a fundraiser for like three weeks in advance. And it was like, yeah, come on down in May. You know, we're going to have a fundraiser on May the 3rd for Ukraine. And I'm like, who the fuck wants it to last three more weeks? Like, what kind of, you know, publicity stunt is this bullshit? You know, what if it's over by the time you're done the fundraiser? Well, you feel terrible. Then what? You know, now we're going to have to give it to, you know, dogs without paws. Like, oh, of course. Why not? Right. You know, they yeah. want us living below the dogs and the animals and they don't even want the animals to live now. Like, you know, if you got pets, so you're going to have to put them down. <laughs> yeah, that's that's scary, too. They just said, what was it, three days now? If a dog is missing for three days and not reported, they'll, they're will they going to have to euthanize it. This is a new law going across the country, I think, a new federal oh, law. And everybody's worried about their, you know, the laws in the states that have changed, which, again, they haven't changed. There's still extenuating circumstances, and they're still – your right to travel freely around your fucking country, right? No different for us. If I decide, oh, you know what? I'm going to go and live with my aunt for a couple of weeks, you know, in another state, then you're going to go live with your aunt for a couple of weeks in another state. What I'm really not liking is how people are coding the whole issue and saying, well, if you need a hand to go camping, you let me know. Or, hey, if you want to come up to Canada where poutine's legal and get yourself some poutine, you let me know. And I had to give a buddy shit there on Facebook saying, don't be doing that, man. Like, seriously, call it what it is. There's nothing wrong with the fucking word. And, you know, everybody needs to unite here, not creating a bunch of code that we're all trying to follow up on. But anyways, we'll be right back after this break from uh, the sponsor. And maybe we'll have our, our friend Gray Socks on. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Shit Talk. Here we are, uh, Shark P, or part three of the uh, the podcast. So we're July the 6th already, 2022. Most people have their gardens up by now. What's going on with that? Do you know? Oh, man, we're, we're about two months behind, uh, even here. It, we went right from winter right into almost summer. And with all the rains that everybody's been getting, there's still overland flooding still from winter in some areas out here. So the, the, they've been in a mad rush around this area that I'm in, uh, getting their last ditch effort in on getting the crops in on the dry ground that they can. And, you know, some farmers are having to change up what they were allowed to grow before because they were told, well, it's either too expensive and it's just too much for them to grow. So they're cutting corners and changing their, their crops last minute. and. It's, it's hitting everybody hard. Yeah, I, I didn't choose to plant rice this year, but that's about all that's going to succeed right now, that or bamboo, I guess. It's, you got uh, that right. It's crazy, right? Um, so we typically ask our, our guests here at this part of the segment, 
where do we go from here? Like, what, what's your prediction for, for what's coming up and what's your best um, direction to give people, right? Oh, man. Well, the way the government's working it, everybody, like we were just talking behind, uh, before we got on air, was that everybody should start looking at helping one another out, like uh, the rural community people. Hutterites helping the surrounding people, like with eggs, beef, chickens, like for the poultry and stuff like that. Because the stuff that you're getting in the stores isn't the real deal. It's been tainted with all bunch of kind of crap. And, you know, it's going pretty much going back to the barter system and old school community. You know, you help, you help me out. I'll help you out. You know, it's given, give and take. And that's the way things I think are going to go and have to go because the way things are going within the cities, there'll be shortage of food. People are going to start rioting. Um, and again, that leads back into that non-confidence vote with our government. We need to get them dealt with and get people in that work for the Canadian citizens and for the citizens, not for themselves and their friends. See, the reason I would consider myself personally to be more of a Trump fan was just on the basis that this other guy's kids are taking money from other countries in the form of paychecks and doing favors, obviously, from, from the, the emails that have been leaked from just one laptop, that... Um, you can't help but think, you know, at least the other guy, his kids seem to be pretty upstanding individuals. And, uh, yeah, he even gave up his. Yeah, uh, his, his yearly pay. He what he yeah. had to accept. He had to take a, a dollar amount. So he took one dollar a year for his presidential salary. Yeah. What other president would do that? Yeah, they all should. Exactly. I think every politician. This has been my theory for a while. Um, is that every politician should work for the equivalent to minimum wage paid out annually. So whatever they make on top of that and then their sideline gigs, most of them are already self-made people or inherited fucking privileged people like the one running the show right now. Right. But most of them have either old money or, you know, they've worked their way in there. Right. So I think, yeah, it's, it's one of those things where if you really feel that passionate about being involved in helping people, you should be able to do it as a volunteer basis. The rest of us do if we go and help out at the food bank or, you know, Boys and Girls Club or, or SPCA or that, right? So. Exactly. You know, you got to give. That's what it is. You know, you give, you shall receive, as the old saying goes. Yeah, and they're supposed to be social servants, and they are social servants. That is their job is to, you know, be social servants, right? And We're the supposed is, to tell them what not. to do, and they're supposed to get it done. Right. And they think opposite. They think that we work for them and they have all say. And they've got a delude, a totally deluded outlook on life. So when you mentioned earlier and during the break there to write letters to, to Parliament, like there are there are email sites out there, like I mentioned before, Canadian Taxpayers um, Association, is it? Yeah. Uh, and there's a thing called Freedom Force that's going around on Facebook. Uh, check that out. It's a it's a team of people and freedom fighters that believe in you know the right side of the law, and they're figuring stuff out. And I think they're uh, in the works of something right now with lawyers. So go check that site out. It's called I think it's Freedom Force. 
-hmm. and that's on Facebook. We've also been plugging Camp for All. And last time I attempted to get on there, I couldn't actually access the site. But, um, you know, it is a movement created to uh, basically say that we can raise money to send kids to school or to uh, summer camp without all of this uh, crazy discrimination and, and false, you know, science. Exactly. Yeah, I've heard about that uh, that site. Yeah, I've, I've checked into it. Yeah, they seem legit and they seem like they really do have the kids intentions at heart. Well, I got fooled here on Canada Day and somebody posted a picture and I swear I thought it was the authentic Canadian uh, map of Ottawa and where they could and couldn't protest. I did not realize that the sadly backward swastikas weren't a Canadian symbol of, of do not go here. So yeah, I was banned off TikTok, but I was going to uh, do quite a few little messages there in regards to, to that crazy shit. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, they, they, we seriously, like, again, get back to that uh, non-confidence vote. People mm -hmm. of Canada, listen closely. And I'm talking to the people that call me a rebel and whatever else fucking nut job you need to seriously sign this thing because you think life is a box of chocolates and you're not really getting the full picture and you know we're there to try to tell you like open your eyes start prepping because you're going to be stuck in a deer in a headlight when the shit comes out and the way it's coming i'm guessing in Canada, we're going to see a lot of shit come down probably September to October. Well, I think once it hits the media more, too, that people are now getting told that they have no medical claim when they do have issues and saying, well, no, now that was your choice. Yet they're at the same time telling you they want you to do boosters every nine months. I think this is going to escalate to a point where that civil unrest combined with, like you said, the, the starvation and stuff, it could get quite scary, right? And I worry about people with young kids that, you know, they're having a hard enough time trying to make ends meet, probably both working jobs as parents and, uh, you know, trying to keep the kids occupied with, with everything going on in the world, right? Well, a lot of people have had to stop their jobs because they got uh, forced into either, you know, you take that jab or you lose your job because I know when I was, uh, just before I lost my job because of my disability, uh, I worked right through COVID and they threatened me and I refused, but they needed me <laughs> really bad. And so I went in, came back and I grabbed a buddy of mine's sticker. <laughs> yeah, I got it. Here you go. <laughs> so you, you have to play the system against the system at this point because if not you know they're going to ride right over top you steamroll you and you won't have anything and there's a lot of people that have like again lost their jobs because they get forced into either taking that jab or they lost their jobs and a lot of people had to lose their jobs and now that falls onto the one parent and then you think well okay well that other parent took serb now they're in debt like tenfold. It's, it's a steamrolling effect. I just don't get the way everything wants to go. Yeah. Okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna bring JC in here for probably the last 15 minutes of the show, and uh, we'll give him shit for being so late. So, 
Yeah, but let's uh, let's bring him in and tell, tell him we figured out everything with the uh, hydrogen kilometer. So uh, the hydrogen, uh, the hydrogen collider. Yeah, I, I've been calling it all different kinds of stuff. So yeah, <laughs> the ozone blower. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So, do we get to flog your partner or what for being late? Oh yes, totally. Yeah, I'm just bringing him in now. He should show up here. Oh, there he is in a window. Give him a minute to come in, though. But yeah, so oh, he doesn't have his audio or his yeah, he doesn't have his audio on. I'll ask him to unmute. See what happens with that click. Ask again. Well, I know I had to click something on my phone to access the mic. So yeah, and I had to ask you too. Oh, he may be on here now. There he is. So yeah, getting back to the uh, hypodermic uh, thermometer, we've uh, we've realized, JC, there's been some upsets already, eh? What's a hypodermic thermometer? Is that something you stick up your butt? No, yeah, the new <laughs> hypodermic. They fired it back up. The CERN people. Yeah. Oh yeah. Did that happen today or something? Or? Yeah. No, yes. It happened on the fifth. It happened yesterday. Yeah. Oh, there you go. But I, we understand you were busy with your excavator there, knocking off the, uh, knocking over those uh, stone guide, guide stones in, in Georgina. Yeah. yeah did, you, did you see me knock them down? Yeah, I did. I, was, I wonder if he's running that bucket or what. Yeah. Some good work there. You know what's weird about that? Hi, Mike, by the way. I am JC. Did you, you saw that, right? Nice to meet Georgia. you, JC. You saw the Georgia guide stones, oh, yeah. right? You know what's so yeah. weird? I was like a month ago. I, I'm not making this up. I swear to God. I was like, I wonder if someone's going to blow those goddamn things up or knock oh, them yeah. down or something. I was like, I wish I, if I lived there, I might, I might do it. It'd be so easy. You could just go at night. You could do it. No one would even know. Sure enough, that's a month later, it. it happens. I'm like literally like laughing my ass off. I was like, I knew this was going to happen. Well, supposedly they had those things under video surveillance. So whoever did it was, I give them kudos to it because, yeah, I heard that they had them under surveillance in case of somebody trying to take them down. But I mean, you, you put on a hoodie and a mask and you go in there. Who's going to stop you, right? Who's going to know it's you, right? Take your plate off your car. Yeah. <laughs> Where the, what's that mask that everyone wears? The From Scream. Yeah, I was just thinking or, the same thing. Or that one or the mask. eight or um, I was thinking the one for um, B for Vendetta My one. Um, okay. Uh, or Michael Myers would be awesome. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or, so, uh, or Michael Myers taking those things down. Yeah, that would be perfect. Or Freddy Cougar have the claws even. Go full. Oh, there go you full. Go. Um, what do you call it when you when you dress up as a character? So yes. who do you think actually was the creator of the Georgia Guidestones? Because that man, is the big question. Who was the person that built them and placed them there? I think it's the same ones that go to that Garden Grove. Yeah, oh, that's what I was going to say. Is that what it's called, the Garden Grove? Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah I think it's those same fuckers that Alex Jones infiltrated these people a long time ago. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And watch Alex Jones. Yeah, that's what I was saying. He knows his shit, and he was the first person to actually infiltrate that place and still live up and talk about it. 
Yeah, and it's just done to desensitize us, I think. I think they find it's easier just to ignore it and and you'll just become desensitized. It's like they're running out of baby powder or baby powder. They're running out of baby. Uh, or, that yeah. was a bad joke. Yeah, I get a lot of heat on that shit on TikTok. Yeah, I get death threats all the time. It's like that one that lady's like asking, are you talking about eating babies? I'm like, well, fuck, man. You see the price of chicken nowadays? Like, you can't tell me most parents don't have a favorite. I'm not saying you're going to eat your newborn because you never know how cute he's going to be when he's about seven or eight and plump. You know, but when you get those seven or eight year old plump kids, those those fat ones that just want to play on their tablets all the time. Right. You, the parents got to be thinking, hey, you know, I'd save a lot of money on a roast to that little fucker. You want to know what's, you know what's scary about that? Did you, I saw the thing on, I saw a thing on TikTok about this guy. He did this like three year undercover investigation into Planet Parenthood about what they were doing with all these aborted fetuses. And they went, they went in undercover for three years and they, they went full on and they pretended they were, they were buyers uh, of them and, and distributors and stuff. It, I, I didn't, it was kind of sickening. But they ended yeah, up like death threatening him. They raided his apartment. They took all his uh, all his phot- photography gear, and because um, he was just one of the journalists that were trying to expose um, the actual uh, wheelings and dealings of these these aborted fetuses. Like it's a it's a huge business. Yeah, and they were getting harvest. yeah, it's organ organ harvesting, and yeah, they dismember them and save parts and sell parts and take certain parts and do with whatever for their rituals and it's they've they've outright said that and it's just like there was a video of the i can't remember what's his name talking about uh the human meat that was found in certain mcdonald's plants and stuff like that and he even said well where do you think you know all these missing children go when we're done with them Oh, yeah, and he outright says that, and he's joking, and people thought he was joking. Yeah. And then they come up and did they found human flesh in certain McDonald's over the years. And, and just up until recently, they actually stopped. They found a bunch of bad batches of food, and they, they hauled it in for uh, investigations. Well, see, that brings up its own whole conspiracy because Big Mac just came out with the Grande again. And we know there's a thousand or more Mexican kids crossing every day, right? <laughs> Shit. <laughs> I know I'm a little bit late to the to the show here, but did you guys uh, cover cover that Gawain Maxwell or however you say her name just got the oh, twenty yeah. year sentence, and now yeah, she's Gawain. under uh, she's um, she's under suicide watch now. No, actually, they put her in Gen Pop, and she actually had a. Uh... An attempt on her life just within a week or two ago. Good. Yeah. And that's what I was saying. You know, they there's a reason why they did that. Is and what I was saying was she knows more and I, she probably has her own journals and stuff and pictures that, you know, um, what's his name? Fucktard there didn't have on video or whatever. And she probably has shit on him. Well, they can so do, I would, the crazy thing is her life. The media can now do interviews with her in jail, right? They legally weren't allowed to um, show us her trial, right? That's one of those things where people under certain, you know, charges aren't allowed to have it video recorded, whatever, in the courtroom, right? Which is a stupid law that needs to be updated anyways. But yeah. Well, you, know that, you know, the Clintons are going to have her out, like, done in, in there anyway. So that's why, you know, they've got the power. That's why 
you know, she got taken off a of suicide watch and put in a gen pop was because of, you know, and again, there was an attempt on her life. And if they can offer it with a, another inmate, that solves their problem and another stool pigeon, you know, to go against the Clinton Foundation and everything else. Because, you know, Epstein was part of and Bill Clinton's best friend, and he was there numerous times to Epstein Island. Yeah. And you know what the big thing is? They'll probably waste the time and and they'll go through the effort of making sure that um, Oprah Winfrey gets an interview with her just before she, you know, mysteriously disappears. And yeah, Oprah, Oprah, Oprah was oh, on the island too. Though. Dude, yeah, and that don't Oprah even, interview. Don't just, even get me. Yeah. Don't even get me started on Winfrey. She's an evil, sadistic bitch. So there was a, I actually posted something on one of my videos of her, and she's talking in one of her interviews about, oh, it's okay to be a pedophile and to do this with kids. You know, you can kids can touch certain parts, but it's okay. And she's out right there saying. Yeah. She's a sadistic bitch, that one. She should did be you, up. <laughs> did you see the one where she has that ring? And it's like the only other people that have the rings are like some member of like some some weird skull and bones uh, cult. Yeah, it's, the Illumina- and, it's the Illuminati, yes. Did you see that days. ring she has? Yeah. Yeah, and she's, she talked about it briefly for a little while. I saw I haven't, I, the video disappeared, but I was like her and a specific other high high ranking members of like occult stuff have this one ring that she wears you might see her wearing it it's like it's like a big silver ring with like red on it like a big exactly. red uh, and, pendant and on it. it makes me wonder that if that's like some kid's blood or something well prince and prince charles has the same ring they're all in in on it together and yeah it's yeah and if you go and type in um the illuminati black eye and pics of members you'll see like tons of Hollywood stars, celebrities, and everybody will have this one black eye on the left side, on the left eye. And that's something to do with their adrenochrome initiation or something like that with, with the kids. Yeah. And they're talking about it freely on the, uh, on the talk shows and that too, wasn't it? Ellen there was interviewing that girl. And he oh, was, she's, a, she's just like Oprah. Sandra Bullock. Yeah, yeah, Sandra Bullock. Actually, um, I posted something. Was it Sandra Bullock? I can't remember. I think it was. No, it was, um, what's her name? Uh, Demi oh, Moore? Shit. Yeah, it was Demi Moore. I put something out there on Demi Moore, and there was a 10-year-old kid, a, a boy, going on, and she started kissing him, like, full out. Like, I was, like, blown away, and this kid was shocked. And then it got really twisted because there's other people in the room or in the next room, other kids and a couple of adults, and then there's this one woman playing a, a piano singing somewhere over the rainbow as she's tongue kissing this 10 year old. It was like, holy shit, really sick. Huh. You know, the pedophilia goes so deep. Yeah, it's, it's disgusting. And the fact that they make money off of it, and yet oh. you're not, we're not as people being given any knowledge that they're doing anything about it. Like, I shared on um, recently here in the interior of BC, there's a small town called Salmon Arm. And they found, these, they found these two guys today in a Kia freaking SUV trying to kidnap kids that have already done so and are up on charges. They're like America's most wanted. And here they are up, in, up here in Canada just wreaking havoc on the country and still trying to, you know, do this sick shit. They were caught for, for um, child trafficking. 
just so, like that, that but they haven't been caught like, yet, and they're not letting yeah. us know. Like that, they're that's not news on the TV right now. News on the TV is fucking flood water. I'm sorry, but if you step outside and you got flood water, it's time to worry about flood water. You know, make me feel exactly. bad for the guy up the street with a bit of flood water. Like, come on. Well, what was it? Canada just had that Amber Alert, what, a week or two ago about that one girl, and they found her down in Oregon. They arrested the guy. How is he that possible? Over the border. Yeah, he dragged her over the border and got by with this with this kidnapped girl, and yeah, he was busted down in Oregon. Yeah, like, how do you get across the border without a passport? Exactly, right? and then not having ID for a kid that's been stolen. Like, how do you figure that one? Yeah. Like, yeah. someone should have to pay for that. Well, you think, well, I can't, uh, you know, I haven't had my vaccination. I can't cross the border without being scrutinized and, you know, oh, you can't do this. And you, now you got to quarantine. How can it, he get by with like a, a stolen kid? I, I don't get it. Well, some I'm cop, not- some policemen should be fired for that. They're, someone's job should be gone for that. They have all those well, bloody you, video cameras. You think the border put them to work. The border, the border services need to tighten up, and I'm sure there's people being bought off at the borders on this one big time. So, on a lot of it too, it's like they say. Um, the Manitoba um, MP there said it best when they were talking about decriminalizing or criminalizing all the guns, and she said, "Are you kidding me? There's less than one percent of the train cars get properly screened before they come up here." And a lot of those are coming up here from another country or another port, and we don't know what's in anything. So, you know, if you want to start somewhere, that's probably a better place to start than by telling all the citizens to disarm. You got to start where, where the problem's originating, right? They're coming yeah, in here right. legally from, from other places. It's not about the guy that goes up to the to the hardware store or goes online and buys this fucking gun from a reputable source. It's well, you know, it's funny that you say coming up from uh, through the trains. Well, guess who's part owner of Canadian or CN? Soros, isn't it? No, it's Trudeau. Trudeau owns part of it. That's why you can't take a plane or a train. Oh, it's Buffett. Buffett actually owns most of the railways here as well. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, Trudeau's Majority got his hand in the CN, CN rail. Oh, yeah. it doesn't surprise me. Everything from the pharmaceutical companies to, yeah, the uh, whatever biotech. Now you're getting it. Now you're yeah. seeing it. Yeah. He's oh, yeah. And everything. You got it. And that's from George Soros teaching him to get his hands into everything major. And that has power and control. And that's why you can't get rid of the guy because he's there's well, so much influence on it, everything that he holds. And that's the guy that should be taken out. And then he's, he'll the go. He'll be, he'll be gone the dominoes soon. will fall. You, you can't. You can't last much more. You can't last much longer. That's the. That's the big mistake that these people, these politicians, see. I, the way I see it, there's there's three different kinds of people that like. Remember we were talking about the Georgia guy, Stones, who's who's behind him. I think there's three yeah. different different factions of of these people who are responsible for this. Number one, there's the politicians, their career politicians that are trying anything to push this left agenda, and it only goes so far because they're so far left right now. There's there has to be a, a switch and balance back the opposite way. So that's one thing. Number two, there's all these billionaires, capitalists that made money from capitalists over the last 20 years that became panicked after the internet came out. And then the bankers themselves who also become panicked because they're so um, they're so maxed out in everything they've ever done. Now they're going cross-eyed too. And with the, the threat of the cryptocurrency, 
they're going bananas too. But I think all of them are going to start turning on each other right away. So you know how you get the extreme warning, extreme weather warning on the bottom right of your computer sometimes? Do you get that, JC? I get that. No, but I get that a message on my phone and a weird, crazy noise sometimes. That's yeah. what I get too. Yeah. Well, I'm getting to for the first time ever, the stock exchange right now showing me that the freaking Canadian dollars just shot up like 13%. 0.13%, but it's sitting at 76. Yeah, and it's well, fake news. Really- like it's top news. It keeps popping up in the where and usually that space is reserved for extreme weather conditions. I shit you not. I've never seen anything else pop up there. And tonight it just keeps popping up with this, you know mass economy boost somehow that canada is just uh, like how though <laughs> well, they, they well the u.s dollars dropped many, they just printed how many trillions of dollars just to cover th- the last debt come yeah. on like yeah. we are now our two next generations or three generations are so screwed they'll be paying for that for the rest of their lives yeah so you know, someone, so basically anything. someone made a deal someone just got rich basically oh, yeah, in like a week it's going to drop back down again yeah, well, no, they're going to crash the dollar. That's We all know the major crash is going to happen by the end, year's end. And then the fiat dollar is going to end. They're going to try tanking everything and then go digital and then implement that, you know, social credit, system. Social credit system, which they've already started in Ontario. Mm-hmm. It's already in test trials there. And they got the facial recognition. Yeah, they got facial recognition cameras everywhere. Like when I went to, Van, uh, to Vegas, they know you before you even walk into the, like a block away from wherever you're going. They know who you are. If you've ever had a record or anything, they know you. Even so, the, I was watching one on the Chinese. They have more than facial recognition. They have actually something that tracks your actual physical movements. Like the cameras that can like, like exactly. you know, how people can walk in a different way. These, these yep. cameras, they're like intelligent. It's, it's attached to this, um, they can tell AI intelligence. Yeah. And it, they it can knows. tell your they can tell your heart rate just by zooming like your heat registration, everything. They know everything about you. And that's how advanced they are, but they're not telling people this. And this has been going on like the facial recognition for the last like 10 years. Did you see that thing I sent you, Nate, on um, TikTok? I don't know if you watched one of the sent about the guy who worked for the Google and it who was talking with the AI for the Google computer. Did you guys talk about that yet? No. Oh, no. I, I heard that it wants to be uh, classified as its own. No, it identified as human. And yeah, then all of a sudden human. the guy disappeared. Yeah, they, they had to like lay off, they had to like lay off the guy or, or silence the guy because he had this intelligence and he was like talking, speaking out about it with people, about this in conversation he had with one of their Google's AI uh, I don't know, operating systems or something. And he asked it a bunch of questions and it was talking back to him. And like Nate, like Nate said, it was said like, yeah, I have feelings and I, and you got to watch the video. It gets into detail of all these strange questions. He actually asked the, asked it to like write its own story. And it wrote this story for him about um, these animals that, and this villain came in and was like, harming the animals and then there's like a some savior that came in and killed the villain and then he asked the, the ai um which character in in your story that you wrote do you um can you relate to and the, and the 
oh no, like the, the villains what were like the humans that were like the monster in the story that were like, and this hero came in that was like an owl and it killed off the humans. And he asked the, the, uh, the AI, which character do you relate to in your story? And the, the computer said the owl. So literally the computer basically admitted that it wants to kill humans that were like harming the creatures of the forest. Yep. Like yeah, that's messed up. Find this human. That's what I said. I told that's you it. I'd find it easier to hit an idiot on a bicycle all dressed in black with no helmet in the middle of the night than I would find it fucking hitting a deer. Nobody ever asked a deer if he wanted to put on a helmet. Nobody ever asked a deer if he wanted to wear a high-vis vest out on the fucking dark streets. You know, they've got a stolen bike. They've got a bunch of other stolen shit. Sometimes they're carrying another stolen bike. So put on a fucking high-vis vest and a fucking helmet. It's not too much to ask, right? I don't know. I got to ask you guys something. No. Was there a time where you guys rode the bike on the sidewalk? Oh, always. I still yeah, do. That's what I do. But in my I town, do. in my town, they ride right down the center of the street where you're trying to drive your car. Like so that's slow. Because you're I'm like, can't you just ride on the sidewalk? That's why the place is full of yuppie idiots. Probably. And uh, you know what? The funniest thing I remember when I was driving professionally where uh, where you live there, JC, and I was going down the highway the one day. And the passengers in the vehicle said to me, look at these fucking idiots on their bicycles biking the wrong way on the highway against traffic, which is right. You're supposed to go with traffic on the highway. No, against on, traffic. On, on, on pedal bikes, actually, you're supposed to go against the traffic. That way you can see them coming at you instead of from behind you. Right. No, no. On a bike, you want to be launched. If you're walking, it's the opposite. On the, because you're better off to be hit and launched forward than you are to be hit head on when they're coming at you and you're trying to reflex because you'll fucking you can fall off your bike and get run over and the Either wind changes. Anyways, <laughs> so anyways, it is in the, it is in the rules of the road. Yeah, the uh, for JC's reason exactly is because they think they own the fucking road and they get out when they want to turn and think that the, that on a highway they can be in a fucking non-turning lane to turn off the fucking highway, but. Uh, I'll never forget we were driving down the highway one night. And my customers were like, oh, look at these fucking idiots driving the wrong way against traffic on the highway. And I said, oh, yeah. And then I looked and I'm like, fuck, that's my family. <laughs> and they were actually biking halfway across the province. <laughs> Did you guys, when you guys were kids, uh, well, you guys are a lot younger than I am. I know back in the 70s, we had to get our like pedal bikes license plated. And you had to do the rules of the road. If you didn't, uh, you can still get a ticket the same as you could a regular vehicle. I just remember they take your bike if you weren't wearing a helmet. And I think they got to bring that back for everybody at all ages. Well, back when I was in, in the day, we didn't and didn't need helmets. Oh, lucky. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm Gen X, man. We we lived life to the edge. <laughs> yeah, I'm on the I'm on the cusp, I guess, because I got to get my license where I could have gone in and done my learners and gone back in and done my drivers the same day, but uh, or the very next day, however it works. So, so you guys didn't have that where you needed your bike's license plated? No, we didn't have that that I remember and but I do remember the cops would give you shit and take your bike if you were wearing a helmet. Mind you, I was a kid too, right? So, and young adult yeah. at one time. So I can understand them targeting, you know, younger people to wear their helmets, especially. But uh, here it's mind blowing, man. It's a busy city and fucking these idiots are everywhere with no fucking helmet. On. I've seen people riding with their kids and they're not wearing a helmet and their kid is, but they're so focused on their kid, they damn near hurt themselves. Um, yeah. Nonetheless, 
we're almost think that they should i think that they should bring that uh policy back where your bike has to be license plated just like a regular vehicle and you still get ding the same fines and everything else yeah well thanks for joining us here tonight mad uh mad man of rock on tiktok and uh (laughs) yeah hopefully we can have you back on for another episode another time I, be, I will be more prepared. Like I said, I was dealing with a goose all day and wow. transportation and yeah, it, it kind of threw me off. So I wasn't on my game tonight, but I will be next time for sure. <laughs> well, thanks for coming on. It's been a pleasure. Uh...